All right. What's up, guys? Welcome back. It's been a while. Yeah. You know, we we had to still we had to research for season two. You know, so you know, so we back season two, first episode of the second season. We're gonna do things a little bit different. All right. We're gonna try to give you guys an hour of solid stuff rather than like th- four hours of uh of <laughs> of stuff. I'm actually physically running out of space on my computer. Because of like all the how long the episodes have been, um, but it's fine though. It's fine. I have a that's why we have hard drives, external hard drives. Um, but I was, as you could see, I got Frankie with me. Um, if you can't see, if you're listening, Frankie's here. You didn't heard him speak just you, once. You heard this the sweet, sweet sound of his voice. Um, and today we're gonna be covering some some pretty interesting things here. Uh, this has been uh, if you don't know D twenty three, which is like a fan club for disney stuff uh it's been going on right now it's like a it's like almost like um like a comic-con kind of situation and i don't know if they do it i don't know if it's at florida at disney world or if it's at disneyland out in california i'm not really too sure but it's going on right now and essentially they're announcing a lot of these new uh these new mcu titles these new um star wars titles and things like that so we're gonna be covering that a bit heavy uh, but we also got some siege stuff uh new season came out grim uh is the new operator he has a hive launcher um and that thing hot with hot pings like an area if you took like a launcher you shoot it and then it's like a little swarm of these tiny little robots and if you walk into it you get hot pinged and possibly disoriented yeah i don't i don't know for sure about that one though yeah. I, di- I didn't see exactly what it said, but I don't know. All I know is it's kind of like how Jackal's ping. I think it's, I'm pretty sure it's similar to how Jackal's ping works. Right, yeah. Um, but none of us have played it. I don't have Xbox Live right now, so. And I don't play Siege by myself. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but real life testimonials incoming, right? Coming soon. Uh, then we're going to talk about uh, Solaris has a new console update uh, for this aquatic species, and it also comes with the Sea Dragon, uh, as well as some other gaming stuff we may or may not touch on. Uh, Harry Potter the game was delayed from December to, I think it was December slash November of 2022 to February of 23, uh, the day before, um, which is which was like a crazy thing on Steam. I think it was like the most, it was like... Um, what are the what are most requested or most wish listed game? However, it works on Steam. I think at one point it was, and then uh, it got. I, I'm pretty sure it got replaced by something else, but I don't know what. Yeah, but this was like a really highly anticipated game after the initial trailer or the initial gameplay came out, uh, and then you sort of dig a little bit deeper and you realize that you know it's maybe not what it seems to be at least on the developer side, uh, and then. Just some MCU stuff. Uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever is coming out. Uh, I believe it's this year. Ironheart, Ant-Man 3, uh, Skull and Bones. We have some news on that, and then we're going to talk a little bit about this NASA thing, actually, which I thought was kind of cool. We could talk about it first if you want. Um, which NASA is launching. this? It's called Dart. It launched in November of 2021, so last year it launched. And it's a spacecraft that's supposed to crash intentionally into an asteroid. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't remember the name of the asteroid. Yeah, it was like it was it started with a D. It was like Deformis or something like that. 
<laughs> different. Uh, it was it was like this weird name, uh, like a scientific name, of course. But you know, I, I have no idea. But it's it like it launched from I think it was a SpaceX rocket. Yeah. Well, I don't know. They launched the rocket. I'm pretty sure. Let's hold on. Let's see if I can find it again. From what I remember, at least they launched the rocket. Like it was a SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket, I yeah, believe, yeah. that it was attached to. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it's been traveling for 10 months until, well, until close to the end of this month. It was, a tw- I believe, the 26th is the, the day it's supposed to come into contact with the asteroid. Yeah. But they're supposed to be able to know when it's within two kilometers of it on the 25th. Oh, that's sick. Something like that. Yeah, so that's actually kind of cool. You were telling you were telling me about that as we were as I was writing all this as I was writing this soliloquy of stuff, as you could see. Um, but I don't know. I thought that was kind of cool. You know, NASA's launching some real real life space stuff. Maybe it was, it was also because I was reading like Ant Man and like all the quantum tech stuff, and I was like, oh, we're getting so close. Mm, yeah. We're getting so close, bro. I I think we can actually time travel, bro. Like I think, I think like I mean, I think the government definitely has it somewhere. <laughs> like they're time traveling somewhere to do something. I, I don't know. I would. I mean, where would you go if you could time travel? I don't personally know where I would go. To be honest, like I don't know what specifically I'd want to see. Mm-hmm. If I had to pick one thing. Unless you're saying, like, if I had the power to do it whenever, I mean, I guess it it doesn't really matter. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I guess I guess if what I'm saying, like, if you could not pick, like, okay, so if you could pick, like, uh, a person, right, rather than a time period, like, what per- mm. They're tweeting again. Oh, no, it was Jerson. They shared a reel with me. Yeah. Shout out, Jerson. Um, but... If you could pick a person, oh shit, let me do that too. But if you could pick a person, while well, I silence my phone, if you could pick a person to talk to back in the day, but you had to travel to that time, like who would it be? Damn. I don't know. I don't know one person that I'd want to go back in time and talk to. Yeah. I don't know. I Sometimes I wonder like kind of self i don't know if i'd do anything like great like i wouldn't talk to some i wouldn't talk to jesus <laughs> you know or anything like that like i mean first of all i wouldn't even know how to talk to him because like like we assume that he's english or that he speaks english because speaks like the bible english. is english i highly doubt wait what yeah well that's the thing is like i thought it was just translated to english yeah but that's what i'm saying like i i like for me i shouldn't say us i shouldn't assume for everyone but for me i always thought that he was he was like he spoke English. Like to me, if I met Jesus, he would speak not like an Englishman, but he would have like, like one of our like our accent. But he would speak English, or he would speak like American or something, and then we'd be able to talk to him. But if I go back, he spoke like Hebrew, so I'm not going to be able to have a conversation with him. You know what I mean? Like, and then you'd have to find somebody around that also spoke English. You know what I mean? Which I mean, at the time, like the English Empire was owned by or was it by the Romans or something like that. Like the Romans were. It, like all of England was uh, taken over by the Roman Empire, and then it spawned the English Empire. Um. And then the English Empire spawned us. Yeah. Well, no, not spawned, but like <laughs> we weren't a colony. Like people that left 
Like it wasn't like we like the settlers came over here and were like, This is ours now. Well they kinda did. <laughs> they kind of did, but uh like it wasn't like it wasn't like like how India was. Where like the English like went in and took India militarily and they just held it. Like they didn't really send the military. Like they were we were just like it was just like a pilgrims that settled here and they were like, Oh, this is ours now. Mm. <laughs> but um but yeah, I it, I don't even know why I went off on that tangent, but I, I wouldn't speak to Jesus. I think I, I would go and speak to like, I wonder what it would be like to see my grandfather like when he was young. You know what I mean? Because like I, t- I like I talk to him so much, and he always shares a bunch of stories. So I would always like to see like what he meet him when he was like my age, mm. and see that he had he had like he, my grandfather had a whole he bought a house for twenty thousand dollars. At that point, I'm just going back. But I'm like, I'm just going to take whatever money I can get my hands on and going back. Oh, I'm selling the Camry. I'm a little bit. I'm selling the Camry. I'm going back. I'm going back with like 30K. And I'm like, all right, guys, what can I do with this? Right. And I could buy. Oh, they they paid. I think he was telling me he they paid 50 bucks for rent in Philadelphia. Like when, like when, when him and my grandma first got married, they paid $50 a month. I don't know if I'd want to go back. No cell phones, no yeah, internet, dude. no uh, no video games. Yeah, that's another thing too. Is I wonder, like, I think about this like shockingly a lot, like when I'm out in public for some reason. But I always wonder, like, if I just took this thing and I went back and I was like, here, and I just gave it to somebody that like in 1943, and I was like, here, what is this? He'd be like, what the fuck, dude? I'd be like, yeah, just touch it and open mm. it up, and then you try and make a call and nothing happens because like you have no service. Well, I mean, on top of that, like. They dress different. You know, I don't I don't dress in anything but a fucking T-shirt and a pair of shorts. Yeah, year-round. My ass going back in time <laughs> with this outfit on. I don't know how anybody's going to react to that. <clears throat> I yeah, guess it true. depends on how far I go back, but, like. Yeah, I feel like if you went back to, like, yep. <laughs> you know, Google is talking to you, bro. I feel like if we went back to. I think you could go back to the seventies wearing like like we can go back to the seventies wearing wearing like what we're wearing right now and kind of fit in, right? Like you know, t-shirt, shorts, sweatpants, t-shirt, same thing. But if if we went back to like the thirties, right, where they used to wear like bathing costumes, you'd be like, like what is this guy wearing? That guy's from the future. You know what I mean? Or you know, you know what I would do is I would try to find someone that was taking a picture and then hold up the cell phone. And like take a picture of them back, and then um, in the future go back to this time, and then go on like the like Reddit and be like, oh, see this guy, this guy was a time traveler, right? That's the kind of shit that I would try to do too. Like I would just create conspiracy theories, like he was sent <laughs> by the government to do this and do that. I'm like, yeah, you know, no, I was just, you know, I'm just chilling. You got to right? go back to a year where something happened though, like some some wild. Yeah, like you, oh, you know. <laughs> You know, thinking, um, you can go back to like, yeah, like, or like just be a, a part of it at least. No, you know what I would do is like I would, oh, put on like the most, um, like if I really wanted to get my way, is I would I would take them, I would sell the Camry now. You know, I think that it's probably best if we don't have time travel. Now I'm thinking about it because I know <laughs> that what you're saying and what I'm thinking are basically the same thing because. <laughs> You know, I'd fuck like fuck around with history at that, at that point. <laughs> yeah, like, right, not, yeah. not, not, and not. When I say fuck around with history, I mean like not change history. No, 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 no. But like, just go back and do exactly what you're saying. Just get spotted 
in the most ridiculous things. Like probably, <laughs> yeah. I would probably go back to like start the Bigfoot conspiracy, just dress up in like a big ass Bigfoot costume and just be the first one to be spotted looking like, like that's what I'm saying. Like that yeah. stuff like that would be fucking hilarious to know, to just to come back to this time and know. Yeah, and and there's only it's only known within like a couple people. Like, there's, there's only like fifteen, like some fucking general that was there, and like some scientists. Those are like the only people that are going to know what really, really happened, right? And you just get to hold that secret no, no, for the rest no. of your life. You don't even you don't even tell them what you did. You can't tell anybody when you come back that you yeah, did. Yeah, that. you, you, you just, just gotta live with yeah. knowing that you did that. I mean, I probably still share that amongst everybody else, like yeah. my. But like nobody you, would believe like it. You, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like you, Jason, I'd be like, listen, y'all won't believe me, but y'all see this? I did that. Or what I would do is sell the Camry, right? And then this this would be on like some personal richness shit. would be like sell the Camry, go back to when like Steve Jobs invented Apple and then invest in it. Give him like $20,000. Like, hey, man, I believe what you're going to do. Give him like twenty k. Come back. No car. But still, 10k. Come back into the future, and now, like the whole family's worth. Like, but but I'd have to figure out who my oldest. I'd have to like probably put it in like my mom's name, or something like that, or like my grandfather's name. So I'd have to go back. Well, I don't think my mom was born yet. When was it? In, like in the it was in the. I don't even know when they founded Apple, but like it was like in I want to say the seventies, seventies, eighties. That early, you think? I think oh, so. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah, because they had like the Mac. They had like uh, I don't know. It was in Forrest Gump. I know. That <laughs> was like in the eighties. So may- maybe like seventies, eighties when they invented the computer, right? Or go back to when Bill Gates invented it and just give him like you know ten thousand bucks, buy a bunch of shares, put it in to Microsoft. Exactly. Yeah, and then I come back and like my mom's filthy rich, and she's like, I don't even know why I'm filthy rich. I'm like, you're welcome. And then I could just be like. And it, the thing was though is that you, you like I'd have no leverage at that point. I'm like, hey mom, can I borrow twenty bucks? She's like, no, you got to work for your own shit. I'm like, wait a minute. I think the thing the thing for me is that I've seen like way too many time travel things, and now I'm just like second guessing not not second guessing the things that I was saying where it's like well well what we were saying before where we just start like random conspiracies, but like actually changing history. Like, if you go back and invest. Like, who's to say that you even get born? Like, your mom's Yo, rich. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I was like, hold on. <laughs> yeah, right? hold like, on. like, do events still play out? Like, do I still exist if I do this right now? <laughs> like, I'm not going to start back to the future disappearing and shit, right? Oh, my God. Like, I go back. And I'm like, I'm like, ready to go back. I go back and I'm, I'm here. And I'm like. Well, I'm also only saying this because I've been watching. Uh, I don't know if you ever watched The Flash. Like the CW Flash, yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen it and before. So, yeah. you know, every every other season, he's like going oh, back shit. in time and changing something, and then it fucks everything up. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. So now I'm just like, fuck. I don't know if we should do this. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I wonder how. But like, it's a thing. If it was like Avengers timeline shit, then we'd be good. Because like that means you you just like. All the events play out as they like event. Like I think it's what the Avengers is like. The way their time stuff works out is like if, um, like you can't ch- like the past. When you travel to the past, that becomes your present. And just like right now, we can't really change our future, right? Like the future can't be changed by a difference that was made in our past. I don't know how the fuck they explained it. It was weird. It was like this. Um, 
this shit always happens. You know what I mean? And then there's like uh well, there was uh, more so like they can go back and change stuff in the past, but that just creates like a branch. A branch from that point. Yeah. That doesn't affect their own world. I don't know. Or their own time. Yeah. But then, but like imagine though I come like so I go back, I invest that money in, in Microsoft, right? Or you go back and invest the money in Apple or whatever. Right. right. What happens when we come back to to like now? In that case, nothing would really happen. Like, we just come back and be normal. Right. Then my like, mom would have how, all this money. I was going to say, we'd still be living in the same... Like, that's so weird. Right? Isn't that, isn't that weird? Because then it's like... It's like, then how did, like, Captain America come back at the end of Endgame? Like, he just... He was just living there the whole time? I guess. Like, he... Like, the whole time he was there, sitting on that bench... <laughs> like just waiting for himself to go he, he was like in the woods like watching himself go and he's like yeah and then and as soon as he left just timed it <laughs> exactly yeah. he was like he was like watching but, like, but then you know what what's crazy is that you had to watch that captain america watch everything happen like he had to watch tony die again he had to watch like you know his own self get his ass kicked by thanos again like he was just there like chilling in the lake with it on like a canoe he was like man like, I remember when he hit me in the head like that. That shit sucked. <laughs> like, I remember when he just destroyed my shield with that fucking two-bladed sword that he had. Um, yeah. I don't know. I I, th- I think I think I, to wrap this time thing up, though, right, either probably not go back and do it. Either either call, go back in time and do hijinks, right, and just get caught doing dumb shit throughout time, or go back and try to make myself rich. Um, but... I don't know how that would work. Because then what? Like, imagine I got rich. My mom, like, went, like, like, like I was saying earlier, imagine I made my mom rich and I was like, hey, can I borrow 20 bucks? And she said no. <laughs> I'm like, do you know, like, what I did? Like, do you know why we have all this? She's like, yeah, because I'm, I'm a smart investment woman. I'm like, smart investment woman? Okay. All right. You're welcome, mom. You're welcome. <laughs> no, I don't know if my mom would do that, though. I know. I know. She definitely. I don't know. You ever wonder how people would act if they're rich? Like, do you think that really like having a lot of money actually changes people? Maybe. I don't know. Like, like if if you if you came out tomorrow and you were like, yeah, I'm a millionaire. I don't think I'd look at you any different. I don't think I'd like. I would never be like, yo, let me hold like a thousand dollars. I wouldn't do that. I don't know. I just I feel weird asking people for money. I don't know. I mean. <laughs> I don't know. Right? Like, I, just, I feel like it just depends on your, like, how you are right now. Yeah. Like, I Because I, I know some people, they get a hold of, like, they win the lottery, but then, like, they just spend all that money. Yeah. They, and they blow through that money, and then they basically just get, like, they end up in a worse position than they were before they won the lottery. Yeah, like, it doesn't happen all the time, but I know that yeah. that. Uh, yeah, and it's because they, they like they win like all this like they win like a hundred million dollars or even like like five million dollars. Then they buy this huge house, and they know that if they're working at like a regular job, like if they're working like for sixteen dollars an hour, you can't pay the mortgage that house, dog. Like if you go under, you like you're you're on a very like thin layer of ice, you know. And if you just fall through once, you just got to make sure you're not over like a cliff or some shit, <laughs> you know. Because if you fall through, you're donezo. But at the same time, though, there are people that win the lottery and they don't really, like, they may buy a nice car and may get a nice house, but they don't live really above their means, right? But 
most people, and I, I was hearing, um, not to go off on a tangent again, but I was hearing this football player talk about it, and he was like, if you, if you're, if you're young and you don't really like, like if you weren't exposed to having money from the time you were a kid, once you get older and you start making a lot of money, like, like two hundred thousand dollars a game check and shit like that, two hundred k a week, you start to make all that money, like you don't really know how to portion that out like you don't know what to do with it because you're like i'm never gonna go broke but then after at the end of the season because they only get paid for what 17 games at the end of the season and the season rolls around you're not in the playoffs you're not getting the bonuses you know how much of that money do you have left over you know like did you did you pay your mortgage for the year right like did you pay this off did you pay that off like now you know it's not uncommon like uh, like Lawrence Taylor. You know what it is? Kind of. Yeah. Um, Lawrence Taylor, he's only worth like, like he, revolu- for those of you guys who don't watch football, he revolutionized the game. Like all the pass rushers, all the guys you hear about, Aaron Donald, all the, the good defensive guys, he paved the way for those guys, right? Because he was so devastating. And he made a lot of money throughout his career, right? Like he would spend, a, he would spend, I think he said uh, uh, like a hundred thousand dollars a week on hookers and blow, and he's only worth like two hundred thousand dollars now. Yeah, yeah, and like I mean, and he was living all like this big, like you know, had this huge mansion and all these different things, and he just didn't know how to how to portion his money out. And plus, I think he was you know a little bit addicted to you know the cocaina, right, and uh, that lifestyle. But that kind of unfortunately ends up happening, you know. But I don't. I don't think it necessarily changes you as a person. Right? But I don't know. This would probably be good you know, it's probably good to like talk to us like about Gary. Like talk to Gary about this and see like if there's like a psychological sort of thing that happens. Mm. You know? Oh, that'd be cool. Shout out to Gary by the way. Mm. Professor Andrews, my guy. That's my dude. Um we gotta have him on. We gotta have him on. We have to have him on. At some point. At some point, yeah. Um, no, maybe, I don't know, Christmas break maybe or something or a weekend or whatever. Um, but yeah, you guys super, super, super good guy. Just really cool guy. Really cool to talk to. Kind of sounds like, uh, take Jerry Seinfeld a little bit. Like he's, he's dope, but all right. Well, there's, that's the first tangent of the day. Uh, we went from time travel to talking about 9-11 for some reason. I don't know why I brought that up. That'll get cut out. Mm. (laughs) that shit's getting cut out real quick 24 minutes i know i'm going back um so let's go ahead and talk so we talked about siege uh let's talk about uh stellaris a little bit i'll I'll give you the floor for that one uh just because it's your that's your forte uh new aquatic species and a space sea dragon yeah i mean i didn't like i said i didn't play it yet um Mm -hmm. i just know a little bit from when I, <clears throat> what I saw when it originally released on the computer. Mm. So I mean, I do have it. Like like I said, I downloaded it on the Xbox, so I can play it whenever. I just didn't feel like playing it. But the Aquatic CLC, I mean, it's interesting. Uh, it adds in a little bit of a different stuff to do. Like I know they added it in. So you know the um, like basically the Death Stars that they have in Solaris. Yeah. They so they have one that lets you just like 
terraform a planet for the for the aquatic <laughs> species sick. at least. They just use that to uh, basically convert a planet instead of. I mean, some of the other cannons have different types, like uh, the purifiers. They can just build one that just eliminates life on planet. You can get one that does what the Death Star does and just blows up the planet. <sighs> I mean, those were obviously added in with Apocalypse, but with the, the Aquatic Species DLC, I think they can just use that on whatever planet they want to and then convert that planet into an ocean planet. Damn, bro. That's nuts. Um, the space dragon one though, I do, I don't know fully how it works. I just know that it's one of the origins that lets you basically start out with a space dragon at your home system, like in your home system. And then, uh, you can either like basically please it or piss it off. And then that'll kind of like determine what kind of reaction they have. They can either help you or hurt you. So how do you, how do you please it? You get like a female dragon, or uh, I don't exactly know. <laughs> just force you just force her into like. I'm like, I'm assuming there's some sort of way to, it it either has to do with an event chain, or, just doing certain stuff like giving it, uh, resources or like yeah. food maybe I don't know right now exactly I just like I said I gotta try it, but I haven't. I haven't been home to play my Xbox, so I wouldn't I wouldn't know yeah. yet. I wouldn't know yet. I yeah. always try the new stuff as soon as they add it in, but I usually it usually doesn't work out for me. Like I tried to play as a Megacorp. I suck as a Megacorp. <laughs> yeah. I tried to play as um a Death Cult. It Ooh. it was okay, but it just it didn't work out as well as I was hoping it would. So what is, what is the Megacorp for me? Maybe people that don't know. Well the Megacorp is uh it's basically like a corporation is in charge of mm. of your race. So, okay. like, well, not just your race. It's basically whatever, you know, race you end up picking is obviously the first race that you are. Mm-hmm. So, like, in that, in that specific uh, instance, I guess, you know, a megacorp evolving or, you know, going from the planet to space and still being in charge. Mm -hmm. I guess it's basically like a corporation more or less bought out every government. (laughs) That's incredible. And they basically are the government. Like the corporation is the government. Damn. So like, I know a good amount of the megacorps utilize like slavery in that. Yeah. Yeah. So they don't have to. I mean, you can make a peaceful Megacorp. Like, usually, I think the time that I played as the Megacorp, I was, I don't, I was peaceful. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, as soon as somebody pisses me off, I'll go to war with them. Yeah. So, and, and by the way, just That's to weird, clarify. You do get different bonuses from playing as these different, like, the Megacorps, they usually have a, a good bonus in, like, production. Yeah. So, like, you'll get bonus energy or bonus minerals depending on what you do. Maybe even consumer goods. So, you know, consumer goods are a pain in the ass when you're playing. Is oh, it? my gosh, dude. Yeah, and just just to clarify, when we talk about race, this game is, like, we're, we're not talking about, yeah, we're talking about, like, there's a human race. There's, like, a, what is it called? A cephalopod. And, like, you can become, like, like these. Arthropods. You can become the death cult. So, basically, just undead. Yeah, like zombies, pretty much. Yeah, so that's, that's what we were talking about race. We're not talking about, like, Hispanics. 
or black <laughs> people or Asian people. Yeah, uh, that's what that's what Stellaris is. It's like a it's like a what a um, it's a strategy game, but what is it called? A universe. It's like a, you're in a universe or a galaxy. Yeah, you're like uh, you're like a galactic strategy game, pretty much. I don't know. There's like a a specific. I know they consider it a grand strategy game, mm-hmm. um, and I think why like so Civ is I'm pretty sure considered a grand strategy game as well. Okay. So what is a grand strategy versus like a just like it's a a game that would take place. Okay, so you know how you can play... You can basically play Stellaris for as long as the game holds up. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's pretty much what it means to be like... I mean, it has a lot of aspects of of different strategy games in one. Yeah. So, like, you know, it combines, like, combat. It combines you having to worry about infrastructure. You know, you have to worry about your politics. So it's, 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 it's not just, like, a... A turn-based game, so you know how like, like they consider they consider strategy games, like um, like Like Yu-Gi-Oh, like yeah, yeah, like I was gonna say Yu-Gi-Oh. What the fuck? (laughs) That was a better. That was a better one. I don't know why I fucking thought Yu-Gi-Oh. Whatever. (laughs) Um, so yeah, like Risk. Like Risk is a a turn-based strategy game, or like Supreme Commander is like a RTS. Like that's okay. what they consider. That's real time strategy. Okay, so that's that's like everything's happening at once, like yeah. how it was in the real world. Okay. Yeah. So instead of like, you know, risk where you're moving one thing or one one fucking enemy, you're taking on one enemy at a time. Mm-hmm. Like RTS games, obviously, like when we played Supreme Command or Command and Conquer, like yeah. you're building up an army and you're attacking. You're winning or losing right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or Halo Wars, another one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So though and those are turn based games and then so, Well no, that those are RTS. So like oh, yeah, Supreme bad. Commander, Command and Conquer, Halo Wars, those are RTS. Like turn based would be like risk. Risk. I don't know save. why it's a, it's a hard thing for me to think. Uh, maybe Civ, Civ might not be a grand strategy game, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. I I don't know what classifies it being a grand strategy game, I guess. Mm-hmm. Cuz I I would I would think that that Civ would be a, considered a grand strategy game just because you're... So you got to worry about you, the politics and... Yeah, like... Yeah. Like, it's not just... You're not just worrying about one thing at a time. Like, you have to... You can... You don't have to communicate with other Civs. Yeah. But, like, you will end up at war with them if you do something to piss them off. One way yeah. Or another. Yeah, and if, if you're not, like, cool with them from the jump, like, they're just, so, they're just going to, like, not like you and then be like, yeah, I don't mind going to war with this guy. So you kind of do have to play the politics game a little bit in Civ, um, but it's it's actually nothing compared to. It's not that bad compared to to Stellaris. Like Stellaris is like, I feel like well you know what though I I, I do think that the the politics of of like Civ I think it's more of an emphasis on the politics in Civilization just because like. People are reaching out to you a lot. They're always like denouncing you, doing shit. Like they're always doing shit to provoke you. Yeah, you know what I mean. But where I feel like, as like in Stellaris, I think if you're just like you can kind of be on your own, and people will kind of leave you alone for the most part, as long as you're away from them, right? Like you know what I mean. Like in like in Civ, like you you're you'll it's actually beneficial to be friends with your neighbor, 
Right, it's beneficial to like send them delegations and do all well, you, the little shit. It's it's beneficial in both games. I mean, like I have played a lot more Stellaris. That's the only reason I'm saying. Yeah. No, you're. But you're the only right. reason I'm yeah. saying that is because like a lot of the games that I play of Stellaris by myself, I take advantage of my my allies. Like, um, I started realizing that there's so you know the strategic. I think it's they're considered strategic resources in Stellaris. Yeah, it's the ones that you get like the crystals or yeah, yeah, um, yeah, no, yeah. like volatile moats, some shit like that. Like those, I figured out that those are pretty much worth the most that you can get. Like, like actually, dark matter, dark matter is worth the most in right. terms of trade. Uh, right. So, like, if I if Let's say I always build up that because I try to get those rare or those strategic resources as early as possible so right, that yeah. I can start building the storage up. Mm-hmm. But like I'll sell them a certain amount of, of like dark matter or like the modes and they'll give me a good amount of like uh, the metal, the alloys. Right. Yeah. Which is, is that a strategic one too? The alloys or no? Well, the alloys you make. So, Technically not. Okay. Like the, I mean, eventually you can uh, create synthetic crystals and stuff like that. Yeah. But, um, <clears throat> like, you can make alloy from the get-go. Like, you need alloys to make ships and yeah. to produce buildings and, and build mines, stuff like that. Right, yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I just figured that doing... When I get further into the game, it's a lot easier for me to just trade away the strategic resources to get alloys when I need to build more ships and yeah, fuck yeah. other people up. Yeah, yeah. I feel so you. I mean, yeah, it is. It, like I said, it 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 depends on on the situation. Like if I most of the time I end up next to somebody when I'm playing Stellaris, regardless, because right. I put on a good amount of people, um, and it's always the same race because i i just put your guy like you know because i just yeah, made yeah. each each one of i think i think i explained this before on on the podcast but i just made i basically had everybody make their own race on stellaris and oh, then yeah. i just made a copy of them for my own games yeah. just to see how they'd interact if i put them in when i was playing by myself right yeah but i normally play with their with with those races on and I always end up next to people that either they're like rival civics or yeah completely hate me <laughs> for some reason or yeah like Vinny's people or I end up next to like one of my own people that I created. Do they do they ever hate you? They're they're like hate they're like Frankenstein kind of like you <laughs> you created them and now they're like rebelling against you. <laughs> it just depends on like, which these ones. motherfuckers they have no they have no do an idea what I've done for them. Well, it, it depends on, like, which one it is and who I'm playing as. Right. So, like, you know, normally I play as the Penguins because that's the, my the G's, my OG yeah. race. Yeah, the Penguins. Oh, the fucking, the Gwyn dynasty. <laughs> but. The Gwyn. That's actually dope because it sounds like, it sounds like historical, like, Chinese, <laughs> like, it sounds dope. You know what I mean? The Gwyn, the Gwyn dynasty. And then, like, I, I'll, I'll get next, I'll think it's, like, Jerson or something. Every, I swear to God, because I like it's Even, either yeah. we always use the same like color schemes, and yeah. uh, the the symbols are pretty basic. 
Yeah. I mean, they have added in more since I have all the DLC. They they add in some portraits with different races and stuff like that. But right, yeah. Our flags. I mean, most of our flags are pretty similar. I think I, recently I've tried to use different colors, but I don't. I mean, like red. Red, blue, and black are like the best colors for me to use when I'm yeah. making an empire. Those those are the fucking colors that stick out the most to me on the flag. So I don't know. Yeah, or like like red and gold, the one for me, like like the Roman old school Romans. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, green is like all right, but I feel like yeah, same thing. Like red, blue, black. That's about it. Yeah, and, and red, blue, black, and gold. That's about it. Um. No, I I, th- I think I agree with you. But again, um, just one one more last point before we move on um, is like when we were talking about like the politics and stuff. Um, in I feel like also too in um, fuck I forgot what I was gonna say in Civ. I feel like it's more like I, I've never been like by myself and just been left alone. You know what Sip. I mean? Yeah, like, even if I only have, like, four other, like, AI on, I'll have, like, I'll be in, like, the corner of the map, just minding my own business, and some fucking, it's usually, if the if Trahan is in it, Trahane, if he's in it, right, he just rolls up on you, he's like, you're little, so I'm just, we're just gonna try and take you, <laughs> and then I have to beat his ass, right, because, like, if you have a lot of cities, like, you're not gonna bring in that much gold, right, so if you have smaller cities, you build commercials, right uh, commercial hubs that they generate money um and you'll be good you make like a plus 100 right like you're, you're good money if you do that right maybe like four cities for me at least i found is four cities can you can as long as you can get to that number you should be good right four to five cities this dude has like 15 yeah the ai and in, civ in build a lot of cities yeah and it's like and then they they just like encroach on you right so you kind of have to expand and like lay claim to your land there and where I think is with Installaris, you can be like a relatively like smaller. Like I think what, what, what I think I, when I in the beginning I was reading like these different like things and they had like a wide empire versus like a tall empire, and so like you could be what they call a tall empire, meaning you're uh, you're smaller but you have like the best tech or you have the best like the most powerful military, like but you you only have like a few different solar systems. That can work more so, I feel like, in Stellaris because as long as you're not close to anybody, like they're not they're not gonna go out of the way to fuck with you. Right? But in in Civ, I've been by myself, like on an island by myself, and people are just like they, they just wanna come and fuck with me. You it, know? It I think a lot of it in Civ too. So it has the Civ Civ and Stellaris are similar, but with Civ at least like who you're playing on really determines who's gonna like you because certain yeah. certain leaders and certain civs have different ideals and yes, Dolores has that in in the same sense because what depending on what kind of ethics and yeah. traditions you pick for your government, <clears throat> that'll yeah. determine who likes you. But a lot of like, I think the thing too with Dolores is that like if we're all playing. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all know that as soon as I run into both, uh, you know, whoever I run into, as soon as I run into you guys, you're pretty much protected. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. and then the AI, if you are in, 
like defensive packs with other AI or with other players, if the AI does not have a stronger military fleet than both of you, like both you and whoever you're allied with, mm -hmm. they will not attack. They okay. just like straight out refuse. I mean, unless they're like fanatic purifiers, the fanatic purifiers just kind of like say fuck it. They they just roll the dice. Yeah. But, I mean, sometimes the AI does, like, for some fucking reason in Stellaris, sometimes the AI does just, like, suicide charge their fleets <laughs> into, like, my star bases or uh, bigger fleets than theirs. Yeah. And I just watch and wonder what the hell's going on. It It is funny to see, but I don't know. Uh, but yeah. With, with uh, Civ... I just think that the the map like it. No matter what you do in Civ, you're basically still gonna be right next to somebody, like even yeah. somebody who's, like if we were playing on 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 the Earth map, and like yeah. you started in America and and I started in like Europe because normally I'd be playing as, as what Portugal, Germany, yeah, or, or Brazil. Yeah, yeah. So I'd be in South America or Europe. More or less, if yeah. we played, I think it's True Star locations, Earth. So yeah. even if I'm either next to me or next to Jerson, yeah. But like, <laughs> e even if I'm across the ocean from you, like it doesn't take much for me to go to cross. Yeah. Once you get cartography, the world is just it shrinks. Like initially, you're like fuck because you got to like stick to the shallow water and you got to like have these little like try to find these little ways. But then once you get cartography, you can go where the fuck you want to go. And you're yeah. good money. Like as long yeah. as you're not surrounded by somebody who will not open your borders, like open borders to you, yeah, you can pretty much do whatever you want, Civ. But like yeah, yeah. Stellaris, like everything hinges on who you have open borders with. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. and what what uh, what random enemies end up spawning in certain systems. Mm -hmm. Like early on in Stellaris. If you can't really build too much, like you can build your max amount of ships if you want to, but you're gonna have twenty Corvettes, like, and your weapons <laughs> suck. So what? You're if you build all twenty Corvettes, you might have a a fleet power of like one point four k, one point two, one point three, maybe. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, what the fuck am I? What are you supposed to do with that? It's a waste of time. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's more of yeah. You got to wait a little bit more. And I feel like it's just faster. It, I, it, everything, it, like, but despite it being a turn-based game for Civ, I feel like at least if it's just us two playing, because some no, I'm just <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love everyone that we play with, but yeah. uh, shout out to the boys. We got to play one day. But if if it's just, if it's us two playing, or it's like if it's me, you, and who else? I mean, who else goes pretty? Vinny, Vinny goes pretty quick too. Vinny, but. If we're playing, we could just get through turns quick because like I already know what I'm going to do, right? Yeah. Like I kind of know what I'm going to do, and and you know we're good money. Um, but then if you're if you're playing with like a lot of people, then sometimes like it's you just gotta wait. You're like, yo, somebody take your fucking turn already. Like, <laughs> well, the, the good thing about the Xbox, I mean, this is both a good and a bad thing, is that games like Stellaris and Civ get limited to four players. Yeah, that's good. If it was like six, I'd I kill can't myself. imagine. Yeah. Like, and the thing is, like. Like, you can get more players than that on the computer. Like, Stellaris, yeah. you can probably fill the lobby with players. And, and yeah. you can put... I think when I'm playing with a... Like, when I'm just playing the game by myself, I think I can put, like, 
12 AI empires on. Yeah. And then like four uh like four fallen empires, like three or four fallen empires, two marauder empires, like Yeah, yeah. That's a lot. And and you on the com- but the thing on the computer too is that like at least on Stellaris. I, I think they do make bigger maps on Civ as well. Like, I think the biggest map that you can get on Civ is, like, gigantic. Really? Yeah. Whoa. But, like... Man, that's, on, that's on computer, right, though? Yeah, but, like... Fuck. You know, Stellaris, like, the max amount Dude. of... At least the max amount of base game stars that you can get in Stellaris is, like, a 1,000. <laughs> that's, that's so fucking crazy. The biggest we got on console is 600. Yeah, that's nuts. A thousand, yeah. So it all, literally almost double, like what we have on 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 console. And by the way, like sit, playing, like trying to get to these different places in Civ, it takes a fucking long, bro. Like it takes a it takes a minute if you have like what is it a science ship and they're kind of like your scouts. Is that fucking spider right there? Yeah, it's a daddy long leg right there. You see him, mm. bastard. Um, but if you if you have like a science ship. Right, it can take you, bro. At least I want to say, like, it could take you like twenty minutes, thirty minutes of real lifetime, like, to get to find a friend or to get from one side of the map to the other. Well, right, it may take like twenty real game minutes because even if you program it, you're gonna forget. You're gonna get caught doing other things. So it may it takes a fucking minute to get across everywhere. It wouldn't be too bad if you only have them explore but like usually we have we have the science ship survey everything yeah yeah that's true too so like when they survey everything they have to go into every single star system and and literally go to every planet scan it and then move on once they're done scanning everything in that yeah that is kind of crazy huh but if you have them explore because jerson did jerson did this um I used to, well, me and Jerson, I think, used to do this when uh, you could. Like, we can't do it anymore mm-hmm. because when they updated the game, they changed it. So, originally, you could take your military ships. Uh, like, you know how you get three to begin with? Yeah, you got like a Corvette or a couple of them. Yeah, you get three Corvettes. What we used to do is take all three Corvettes, split them up into their own fleets, and then just send them out to explore. Mm-hmm. And then they'll just go to whatever system you have marked. But they'll, you know, they'll spot every planet. And then, you know, if they run into an AI empire, that's how you meet, meet some people real quick. Oh, okay. But they took that out probably to prevent what we are doing because that is kind of crazy to do. Because then you kind of know, like, immediately what's around you. Yeah. Um, And it's both a good and a bad thing. Yeah, I feel like it's good too because if you run into like a threat, like you can actually they can actually defend themselves. Yeah, right. But um, no. So and then on top of that too, your fucking science ships get get taken by like random fucking fallen empires too. Like they'll just take them and be like, "Hey, we need a scientist." Blip, and they just disappear. You're like, "What the fuck, bro? Come on, dogs! I'm taking my scientist, bro." Right? But but I mean, it's not bad. Uh, well, they changed it. Like I said, they changed it from being able to do that to now you can only send your military ships to places your science ships have been right yeah they got to survey it and then you got to send your people in well as long, they, you don't have in. to you don't have to survey it as long as you send a science ship in to explore 
a star system oh, you can mind. send your military ships into. Yeah. But it's just, it's a bit of a pain in the ass to do it that way. Yeah, it is. I, you know what else, too, though, is like, I feel like um, with, like, you're talking about the different elements that, like, they, they have, too. I thought one of the coolest ones they put in was the trade route thing. Because that 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 was from Civ, at least in my my experience, like Civ had it, and then Stellaris kind of implemented it into theirs as well. So, if you guys aren't familiar, um, in Civilization, you have you can trade, you can build like a trader unit, and they can trade with other uh, other cities, city states, and other civilizations. Um, but then, if you have like a a barbarian or something like that, can actually pillage the trader out, so they can. The route that you normally take, and, and also too, it creates roads, right? Like yeah. when you when you create a trade route, that's like the road for back in the day, right? And then uh, if you have a barbarian, the barbarian will actually pillage that trade route, and you won't be able to use it anymore. Uh, they implemented that into Stellaris, which I thought was really cool because that that's like something that you don't really think about, like a lot. That motherfucker's climbing. Look at him; he's so ugly. Sorry, we're talking about a spider, not. But it's like I thought that was a di- that was like an element that you just kind of had to worry about because it always happens when you're just kind of droned out. You know what I mean? Like you ever notice that when you're just kind of like everything's going smooth, you got the queue, you're just chilling, and then all of a sudden you're like your trade route was plundered. You're like mm. fuck. It kind of sucks you right back into the game, which I think is kind of cool. It kind of grabs your attention. So I don't know. That's aspect that's annoying, but actually I like it. I mean, it gives you something to do. Even when you're just kind of chilling out. Yeah, yeah. But it's weird. I mean, even the Stellaris is still kind of weird because you can you can actually change the path that your um like your trade routes take, but it's it's a little complicated to figure out. Like I never took the time to figure out how to change everything. Right. I just kind of leave whatever routes they have set up, and then I you know look how the routes are set up and then send my ships to, to basically yeah. patrol that whatever yeah. trade route they have going on. Yeah. And what are they? Uh, marauders or pirates? The one in, in uh Stellaris that could take your stuff. Yeah. I mean, random pirates will come to attack your trade route if it's undefended. Right. So if you have like a couple of military ships along the trade route, you're good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and the thing is, I mean, so if you, I noticed it before, but if you let your trade route get too unprotected, so there's like a certain level, I guess, to protection. Right, yeah. Uh, they'll actually send like either more or like bigger ships. Damn. To plunder the trade routes. I think it just depends on one. I think it depends on how well your trade is doing. Mm-hmm. Like, how, like how many resources you're getting from the trades. Right, yeah. Or how much energy. Because that's, yeah, that's yeah. all the trading is yeah, for. Yeah. Um, and how, like how much protection you have on those trade routes, I guess. Right. And what's, what's the biggest ship that you can have in, um, or the best ship? Or is it, is it a battleship? Now? No. Yeah. In, in Stellaris. Now it's the Colossus. Col- or the that's Colossus. What it was. I think it's, it's either Colossus or Colossal. Yeah. Um, it used to be the Titan, but yeah. like the Colossal units. Or the colossal ship you can't actually have in a fleet like the colossal ships just by itself. It's just one ship, but that that shit's like what like hundred k or some shit like that. Yeah, fifty k. Yeah, it's it's basically it's no wait, I don't know exactly how much it is, but it's you know it's it's more or less like a a 
decent fleet by itself. I think it's like 50k. <laughs> Holy shit. I think. So you can have like three of those. Because like a Titan is like money. 10, like 10 10k, 10K until itself, you start yeah. getting better weapons and wow. stuff. But so like un unmodified just the Colossus is 50k. I'm pretty sure it's right around 50k. Holy fuck, Bill. I think I I don't I don't really remember <laughs> i know you can build ships out of it too i'm pretty sure like they build smaller ships <laughs> dude that's insane. like that's i think insane. you can build like yeah i don't think you can build battleships out of the colossal but i think you can build up to like cruisers from well, well cruisers are tight I actually like cruisers yeah they're pretty they're pretty epic um i don't know man i, I don't know I, we, we really went on for an hour about the <laughs> Well, I don't know if you're cutting anything out. We could probably go for a little bit over an hour. So if you're going to do one more topic for th- at least this part. Yeah, yeah. We'll do one more. One more for this. Well, we and then we'll wrap we it on up. Yeah, one more and we will wrap it on up. Um, uh, I mean, this is something I don't know if you follow Harry Potter, if you're a big Potter guy. I mean, I've watched all the movies, but like, it's not like I follow it now. Yeah, I mean, I, that's what I mean. Uh, I don't know so, if there's anything to follow. Oh, uh, not right now. I mean, it's like unless it's like, hearing, like, real, like what is there? I thought there were rumors that they were going to be doing another movie. Um, like another Harry Potter movie, not not the Fantastic Beasts movies. I don't know. I mean, maybe I haven't I haven't personally seen the rumors, but um, I know what they're they're trying to do the Wizarding World, which is almost like the MCU, oh. where they want to build like the entire world up. Which I think is kind of cool, and they're they're starting to do that now with Fantastic Beasts, and that's before that's like the sort of the prequels to Harry Potter, right? Because Harry Potter takes place in the nineties, right? And so this takes place like in the forties, I want to say. But I'm just like curious how far that can go. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like with the MCU or like Star Wars, like so much crazy shit can happen because there's so many different worlds and different. And I'm not saying that that doesn't exist in Harry Potter. Obviously, I don't know too much about the lore. I just watched the fucking movies. Yeah. No, I'm not a genius, all right? I I, think no. I I watched the first two Fantastic Beast movies, too, but I didn't watch the last one. The last one was if pretty it's good. even out. I like, yeah, no, the last one was good. I liked the last one. Oh. Uh, it, it was when they replaced Grindelwald. Remember we talked about that? Yeah. yeah. The guy who plays him isn't actually that bad. I, I, I don't hate it. I think he's more of a traditional bad guy. I definitely would have liked it if Johnny Depp was in it, but. Um, I would like to regardless though, but no, I, th- I thought it was good. I thought that they, they do a really good job of, I think maintaining like the, the, cause they, they do a good job of like introduce, like for me, like, you know how like Marvel now is kind of an unprecedented territory because they've moved away from all the traditional heroes that we like, like they moved on from iron man they moved on from captain america they moved on from the older people that we're connected with and yeah. now it's all new people and they're finding ways right and like they're using dr strange a lot they're using wong a lot so they're finding ways to sort of link the new with the old and i think that the like harry potter does that really well like everyone loves dumbledore so they kind of take advantage of the fact that dumbledore just pops up and does like a cool side quest all the time. Like he, that's just what he does. It's like his whole thing. It's like he has his own thing going on, but that you can kind of sense that this is like Dumbledore's side quest. <laughs> you know, like that's what Dumbledore's like. He's like Snoop or The Rock. You know what I mean? Like you, you just see them doing random shit. Like I saw Snoop 
And Snoop was in like a Japanese commercial for some reason. A Japanese commercial? Yeah, like he was just in a like he was in a commercial that just spoke Japanese, and he was just like, "Hey, what up? It's the O Double G." You know what I mean? Yo, it was wild. Like he just he just does it. Like I'm watching the Rams game. The fucking Rock is there. The Rock yeah, is on the field, I and he's like, he's like he's like, "Can you get ready to?" Right? And he's like doing this whole Rock thing, and so I was like, "They just be doing side quests," and that's what you feel like with Dumbledore. You just feel like he just pops up. And whatever you're doing, you're like, oh, shit, it's dumb. You know what I mean? That's kind of what you feel like. But uh, they do a good job of implementing him, but not in a corny way, you know. Um, but I liked it. But, yeah, they're, they're trying to create this MCU thing. And, and to your point, too, is like with Star Wars and with the MCU, the this, you know, Star Wars was what? In the, created in the 70s or right? maybe even before that with George Lucas. Like he had this whole vision and he'd wrote – books and he wrote comics and he did all these different things like so he expanded the the he expanded everything by himself only thing that these people have to do is follow it and make it good you know and that's the same thing with the mcu is they just have to follow the blueprint that's there that's worked and just make sure that they're doing it justice and that they're able to sort of translate it to casual people because they got to make money um but i, I think they're doing a, a, a pretty good job but yeah um going back to it too is like they also for harry potter they they um what, what is her name what is the lady that wrote jk rowling i don't know if they have her on as much as they did but uh i don't know if she's like still an executive or what have you but um i, I think she only wrote the books i think she she also wrote the cursed child which is like a play now. I don't know if they're going to make a movie about that, but it's Harry Potter and the Cursed Child about his son. See, that's what I I thought they were doing a movie for, but I don't like I said, I don't know for sure if that that's Well, they they might. I mean, he's in the Wizarding World, but I'm not going to go watch a play. Like, I mean, nothing against it, right? Like that's that's cool, but that's just not my thing, you know. And plus plays are like 5 hours, bro. You know what I mean? Like at least a movie's like two. A movie's like two. You go in there, you know, you kind of do your thing, and you're out of there. And it's in a, you know, you get some food. Listen, the last play that I was <laughs> fucking at was like when I was in high school, and I'm I'm not doing that. That again. was good. Remember we saw Little Abner when we when what? we were in like an eighth grade, but I go to ninth grade, and they brought us over, and we watched Little Abner. I don't like remember a, that. You don't remember that? I mean, that shit was. I mean, dope. I'm sure I was there, but I'm sure I don't really remember actually paying attention yeah. um i mean like like what the hell when i was in was it chorus yeah that was middle school wasn't it were we in chorus together you were in chorus seventh grade so i was in chorus seventh or eighth six yeah six seventh grade and eighth grade i was in chorus so we were in chorus together but yeah yeah but that was that was before what we met in what it had to have been sixth grade because well, we went we, in seventh yeah yeah, so we were we were in course again. I didn't even know that. That's dope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we I don't know. Vibing, I don't know why again. I did it. Um, we're singing, bro. We we're getting after it. They, you know what it is? They knew. They knew that we were going to have to use our voices in well, the future, so they just had us practice. The only reason I bring that up is because, like, I'm pretty sure that for the chorus trip, we had to go to New York, and my grandmother went oh. with me. We went to see what was it? What uh, West Side Story? Is that what? Yeah. It, uh, was it West Side Story or Wicked? I think it was West Side Story. Yeah, it was probably West Side Story. I mean, I'm fairly certain I fell asleep during it, <laughs> but I'm I mainly just went because my grandma, like you know, because that's something my grandmother was into. Oh, she yeah yeah, like she'd be more into that than I would. 
Yeah, so. and she was. Like, did she? Did she like it? I think so. Wow, that's good. it's been a while, so I, I couldn't tell you offhand <laughs> if she did if she did like it or not. Yeah, what's I just story? remember having to go to New York, and she went with me, and and we went to see a play and eat at some fucking random ass diner. That's sick, though. I don't remember what fucking diner <laughs> it was. You went to NYC. You walked around NYC in eighth grade. That's I sick. think so. I'm pretty sure it was. It was because I didn't do chorus when we were in high school. Yeah, it must have been eighth grade then. I'm pretty sure, right? Yeah, because I, I missed half eighth grade when I broke my leg for the first time. Four times, people, I broke my leg. Four times, yeah. Um, but yeah, that, I didn't know you. I didn't know you guys. I didn't know they went to uh, New York because the, the one that I was there, they went to State Theater to see Wicked. That was in like sixth or seventh grade, but I I didn't go because like I don't know. My I don't know. My mom's not really into that. Like she. Well, she likes it. She would like to go see it, but my mom is like, um, my mom would rather go see like a concert or something. Yeah. But I feel like my grandma would probably like to go see Wicked. I could go to a concert again. Yeah. Concerts are sick. She's talking to you again. Go off. Nobody <laughs> called you. <laughs> um, well, yeah. I mean, if you guys want to see Wicked, let us know. We'll take you with us. We'll illegally record it. Yeah. <laughs> We'll get in trouble. We imagine us trying to sneak this shit in. We'll be like, we're like, hey guys, we're uh, we're with the sound crew. Like they were already here this morning. Like, Yo, sorry about that. Yeah. We'll sneak you in. We'll sneak the camera in. I think we could fit that in a case. Probably and, and record it. Yeah, I think we could. Or like a bag. Yeah, yeah. I think we could. Yo, you know what? Last thing before we get out of here. I just watched this thing where they where they caught these two Nazis in Argentina. They, the, this news crew went to this, like, it was like an Argentinian, uh, it was like an Argentine, Argentine village and it was like a fishing village and it looked like, like the Alps, like in Germany mm. because they had like snow top mountains and it was like settled in like this mountain and it was all, you could get a, it was all German, right? And what they said was they, they were like, oh, this is a Bavarian escape for our German friends. On the, you know what I mean? And what ended up happening was they found this dude who was uh, initially, they found this guy. No, the, the woman was like, they had the name of this guy who was like an officer in, in, uh, in Italy, like a Nazi SS officer in Italy. Mm-hmm. And they were like, trying to find him they couldn't really find him they went by his house couldn't find him so the woman was like uh her cover was that she was looking to invest in like a delicatessen right um or like a deli and so she is actually an argentinian like jewish woman but she speaks spanish she's from argentina and so she the the one producer left and he went back to the states for a little bit and he was gonna. He was uh, about to come back, and so she was like, she was staying in this hotel, and she asked the clerk, like, "Hey, what, what can I, um, what, what is like a, a good book to read, or like, how can I get some history on this village?" And he go, he recommends like some. It's like it's all in German. Uh, she recommends this book. She goes to like three books, two or three bookstores, and the bookstores are like, "No, we don't have it. It got lost." Right? Then she's like, "Oh, that's kind of weird." So one day she goes out to get something to eat. She's walking back to the hotel and she sees it on like a kiosk. So she picks it up and she starts reading about it. 
and it's like all of like the dirty secrets, right? It's like, oh, this guy was a Nazi officer that settled over here that created our great, you know, settlement. I was like, what the fuck, bro? And like, uh, they're like bragging about it, right? And then they find him, find his house, and they're like, shit, we, we don't really know. He never comes out of his house, never does this, never does that. And then they eventually found this guy who was a Nazi war criminal. His name was like something uh, Pripke, right? And uh, he was like the second in command of the SS in Rome. And he killed, there was a bomb that went off that killed 33 Nazis. And he took uh, every, it was 10 Italian Jews for every one Nazi that was killed they killed 330 people, 30 like Italian uh, Jews. And it was like this big, um, it was a massacre. I I forget the name of the exact massacre, but they have like to, to prevent the stuff from being dug up right from them, like them finding the bodies. What they did was they, um, they had this giant tomb that they fell into. They covered it over then they blasted it. So it kind of entombed them in like a giant mass grave. And um, it was like one of the most horrifying things that happened in Italy. So, and this guy was like the perpetrator of it. And so they found him uh, and they, they reached out and and her cover was, oh, like your cover was like, I'm trying to open up like a delicatessen here. And I want to, I want someone that's familiar with the business. And he happened to be, he happened to have his own, um, his own like deli store. And so they were going to meet up. They talked, and she was like, oh, my God, like, this guy was, you know, a Nazi war criminal that killed Jewish people, that hated Jewish people. And so the whole op-ed was they were going to have a CBS anchor fly down and then confront him and be like, hey, you're a Nazi war criminal. Like, what do you think about this and that and blah, 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 right? Just kind of ambush him. And so they they, they were like, okay, we haven't found the first guy, right? Let's go see if we could find him. Let's just hang out. In the beginning, like, let's hang out outside his house and see if he comes out. So the whole time they're down there, they don't see him. They go in front of the house, or they go to the house, and they're sitting in front of it. He That's the only day he finally comes out of the house, gets into a cab, and they follow the cab. And they and as soon as they jumped out, or as soon as he got out, they jumped out and were like, are you, he changed his name, and they were like, are you so-and-so? He's like, yeah. And then did you used to be, you know, I think it was like Larson or something like that. And he goes, yeah, like that's what I used to be. And then the German, you know, the people gave me a new name to go by. And he just kind of admitted that he was a Nazi, right? He was like, oh, you know, yeah, I was in the army and I was in the German army and stuff. And he was like freaking the fuck out because they figured out who he was. And so they pull him to the side. He pulls the the news anchor to the side, the guy that's interviewing him. And he goes, he goes, listen, he's like, do you know uh, a guy by the name of Pripke, right? And he's like. He's like, no, he's like, I could tell you where he is. He's at that school down there, right? He was a big Nazi war criminal, right? He just sold out like his own Nazi, I guess, service mate or whatever. And so they go down and they ambush the other guy. And the other guy got like, he admitted that he killed all those people. He admitted that like he was a Nazi, but he was following orders. And then the fucking, the, the I think it was the Italian police like extradited him from Argentina to face trial in Italy, right, for war crimes, and he got off the first time because he was following orders. And then uh, they, he was, like, leaving. He was just walking out the courtroom after beating the case, 
and people were gonna like <laughs> people were like flying out like trying to beat him up and shit like that like it was unrest in rome and then they were like oh no so they immediately just rearrested him like on the spot <laughs> tried him again and then he was guilty but then he since he was so old they can't send him to prison so they just sent him to an apartment so then this was in like 1994 or something like that and yeah, I was like, damn, dude. I was watching that the other day. I watched like, I literally, it was a whole like hour and a half YouTube video and I watched it. Yo. That was fucking wild. It was wild, bro. I don't know. I had to get that off my chest. I, I was, I was, I was trying to tell my family about it and they're just like, they're like, okay, I'm fucking. Okay. <laughs> like, what they got to do to us? <laughs> no, What's what that got, got to do with us? <laughs> Couldn't even fucking say it the first time. <laughs> Like Nazi, like fuck that Nazi, bro. Who cares? I'm like, isn't it interesting that they're down there? And they're like, yeah, like yeah, we got, like yeah, we kind of knew that. I was like, well, all right, I guess, I guess I'm. This is new information for me. Mm. But um, I think that about wraps it up for this episode, season two, episode number one. Welcome back, welcome back. We out here, and I I really want to do a Halloween episode. I don't know why I'm so focused on Halloween right now. Cause that's what September first is to me. It's just the first day of Halloween. What you know I'm do you consider a Halloween episode? I don't know. Maybe we do like ghost stories or something. Um. <laughs> My God. <laughs> no, we should we should come with like a, with like costumes on and just do an episode with a costume <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah, so that would be mad fun if we did that. But I think I think it's on a Monday though Halloween, so we're gonna have to do it this Saturday before Halloween, or maybe even the Friday, depending on if we go out or not. If we get fucked up, because if we get fucked up, I ain't doing shit. <coughs> if we get fucked up, I'm not doing shit. <laughs> like listen, I'm not I'm not getting fucked up unless I'm blacking out. You know what I'm saying? <coughs> that's that's probably that's like an alcohol. You guys really want to relive what happened last time we went out? I was good last time. You were probably the only one that was good, other than me. I didn't do nothing. I didn't drink at all. I don't. I don't know what had happened. I mean, you know what was funny though is that during that time, I was like, man, like I was like, my stomach. <laughs> like I felt sick, but I'm such a fat ass. I just, I just fought through it. I was like, no, I will not throw up. But you know, I didn't. I, that was a great night, though. That was a funny ass night, son. That was. I, I, I went over and I talked to that chick. I totally forgot to give her my name, right? I went over to her and this is what I did. I, I was like, "Hi." I like shook her hand. I was like, "Hey," shook her hand. Yo. <laughs> and I was like, "Hi." I really like your tattoos. And we started talking about tattoos for a little bit. We had a little conversation, and then I was like, "Hey, I gotta get out of here. Um, I'm getting a ride." So, you know, have a good night. That was it. I didn't give her my name. I didn't give her my number. Uh, nothing. Nothing. No. I'm, I'm a, I was like, you know what? The crazy thing is, I got home, and by the time I got home, I drank like a couple bottles of water, and I was like not as drunk. And I was like, I fucked something up tonight. I don't. I know I did. And then I was talking. There, am I? And Charles goes, "Did you give the girl your name?" I was like, "No, Joe." They're like, <laughs> they're like your number or, get that or Instagram. <laughs> I was like, "No, you know, I didn't. I did not." And they're like, well, how is she supposed to, kind of, how is she supposed to hit you up? Like, ah, oh, fuck, I screwed that one up. But next time, I'm not gonna screw it up. Next time, I'm, I might just get my hit my name tattooed on my hand, just so that they know who it is. I'm on my on my knuckles. 
Jason Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, wrapping it up. See you guys next episode. Take care. Have a good week. Uh, if you're watching ball, hopefully you're an Eagles fan. Um, maybe we'll react to that at some point if the Eagles win, if the Eagles lose. If the Eagles lose, we're not, we're not talking about nothing. We're just going to be really disappointed. Yeah, we're going to be disappointed in silence. But, uh, but either way, uh, see you guys next episode. We'll be talking to y'all. Deuce, deuce. Have a good one. We out you. Adios. It's going to be loud. Oh, here we go.